Welcome to Raising Nashville. I'm Bucky. Dry January is over. <laughs> Juice box. Oh boy. And usually we do this at the end of the podcast, but before we get into this week's subject, which is going to be really beneficial for some of you parents out there, we want to say uh, one, thank you, and two, wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you listen from, um, please feel free, if you have enjoyed this show so far, uh, go on those podcasts and uh, or go on those networks and like us, uh, rate us, tell your friends. Uh, Love us. Yeah, if you're enjoying our socials, which is at underscore raising underscore Nashville underscore five. There's a lot of underscores, but just yeah. look up raising Google, Nashville. Yeah, just raising Nashville podcast. Raising Nashville podcast. Feel free to uh, join us on there. There's some pretty creative stuff, and we really appreciate you listening. This week we have, like I said, something for the parents out there. And and the kids, right? I guess and the kids. I mean, um, ultimately, we don't do it for ourselves. We do, though. Um, you well, think so? I, I would say that could be open for debate. We try to provide comedic roadmaps for parents who are dealing with children, because that is exactly our wheelhouse. This is a comedy podcast? <laughs> yeah. I take it very seriously. That's the first I've heard of this. I think Juicebox is funny. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> This week, we wanted to bring you an episode that we're going to title, I'll Cry If I Want To. Right. I, I want to just give a quick backstory of, of the topic this week. So the reason I thought about this was because uh, recently, um, I've been doing a lot of traveling, so has my wife. And we have a convention in Denver uh, every year that falls on our daughter's birthday. And she just turned five. Every Ooh. year. Every year. Year. We will miss her birthday every year. So tell the listenership out there what business you're in other than recording a podcast. I sell cowboy boots. Okay. All right. So welcome to Nashville. Welcome to Nashville. You fit the mold. So anyway, so every year we have this convention in Denver. It's actually moving to Dallas, but we will always miss our daughter's birthday. So we've been super busy. Um, And to, uh, to our defense, our daughter didn't ask for a birthday party. So we just didn't have a birthday party. So she just turned five. And in combination with all the freaking presents she got from Christmas, we we just didn't do a birthday party. It is awfully close to Christmas. Yeah, it's fairly close. So we we just kind of scooted on by it. And I mean, we still recognized her birthday, but we did no party. And I was kind of, it just kind of hit me like how silly kind of birthday parties are. Okay. Um, you know, I had a bunch when I was a kid. Sure, I'm sure you guys did too. But it's it's just it's kind of silly. I don't really celebrate my birthday now because we're old, right? This is a celebration for children. But I haven't done it in a long time either. But I'm just saying, yeah, I'm with you. But I'm, I'm I kind of want to talk about that. And what what is it? What are we really doing here? Okay. I like where you're coming from this week. Um, I wanted to actually. I can't com- wait to just disagree with you the whole podcast. <laughs> it, that's. It yeah. seems like that's where this is going. It, it could be I because mean, initially I, we came into this podcast thinking, "Hey, 
Nashville parents out there, what we're going to do is create our suggestions for birthday parties because I know it's hard when it comes to kids' birthdays. It's hard to make those decisions. They want a lot of things. You have to think about the kids you're inviting, where you're going to go or rent out. You have to think about presents and decor and cakes and everything. Sure. And you just came in with a wrecking ball and said, (laughs) screw birthdays. Kind of. I just wanted to give a little background on where the topic came from out of out of my topic from from our personal conversations where we discuss what we're going to do on upcoming podcasts yes you never mentioned this no and actually everything i mentioned in the text was with a question mark (laughs) we didn't read the subtext of that like are we gonna talk about like where to throw birthday parties question mark you should have called us uh maybe well no i think i think what we're going to talk about is great and then i can just kind of I not disagree. I, I'm in the same boat. I'm I'm saying I got by this year without doing a birthday party. I think it's great. I think, but I don't think that's going to be the, for the long haul. I think next year and years to come, I'm going to be doing just outlandish, wild birthday parties that stress everybody out. And what I, what, I don't know what we're doing to, uh, to obviously make up for the uh, <laughs> yeah. damage you are currently doing to your child. I also want to point something else out that Juicebox pointed out. Uh, we actually didn't throw her a first birthday party, which she's never going to remember that. But yeah, I mean, that one is definitely for the parents and like the grandparents and stuff. So when you did birthdays before, do you just wait till you got back from your business trip and then? Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, or or did it before we, you know, rent some place or do it at the house or something like that. Which actually brings up a good point for parents out there because it's not always convenient to hold a birthday party on the child's actual birthday. I mean, no. let's be honest, we're all working parents. You either traditionally probably pick the weekend before or the weekend after if your child's birthday falls within a week. Sure. Right. Um, So you have an excuse there because you have a work trip and then you're going to make up for it, you know, when you get back from the trip. Right. Oh, but unless it's like Danielle's birthday that weekend, you know, if she's having her party, then we can't throw another party when Danielle's throwing her birthday party. So now I got to schedule something else. That is very true, and it's going to get harder the older she gets when she goes to schools with more kids involved. Sure. Um, Because you're getting invited to all kinds of birthday parties, and it's not only fun for the kid, it is a major headache for the parent. Mm -hmm. Um, And we want to get into that later on in this episode. Unless you set that tone early. (laughs) You were just killing my vibe right now. Okay. Um, Because... Uh, mostly what we do on Raising Nashville podcast is, even though the subject might be completely light and elementary, we always like to kind of dive into a history. And I'm going to surprise you guys this week because I brought a history of birthdays uh, to the podcast for our listenership out there. I want to just, we're going to move through this relatively quickly. Uh, From what I can find, birthdays started in 2185 BC by Egyptians, and they were traditionally only designated for pharaohs. Mm. Then uh, the ancient Greeks, about a couple of hundred years after that, started uh, throwing birthdays for gods and goddesses. Okay, holidays. they actually introduced birthday candles because it reminded uh, them of the moon and stars. So they brought the stars from the sky down below, and they celebrated birthdays that way. Now let's fast forward to the Roman Empire because 
Oh boy, I know you love the Romans. Hell yeah. Um, that the Roman Empire actually created the birth day of the common man. So it's no longer these deities or gods and goddesses or pharaohs. Now the birth of the common man is there. Um, Just like Dusty Rhodes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The famous wrestler. Uh, And then in 1000 AD, the Chinese bring in the child's birth ritual, um, which is a tradition called, I'm going to butcher this. And you love when I butcher words. I can't wait. Zhao Hao is is what the yeah. child's birth ritual is called in the Chinese in 1000 AD. Now let's fast forward to the 18th century. The Germans, they actually bring in something called Kinderfest. Oh, it sounds great. Yeah, Kinderfest actually introduced candles and cakes to birthdays for the common man or children so essentially we're all celebrating kinderfest at every kid's birthday we are not because those cakes were made with cheese um and not <laughs> cheese cake gross. It, was, it was cakes with cheese interesting real quick can we like sidebar after this and talk about maybe throwing a kid's music festival called kinderfest <laughs> that would be great kinder kinderfest also sounds like a daycare uh, yes. that you go <laughs> kinderfest um, all right, so very fast. Hold on, it, would it be like, like it'd be like, like uh, what's his name? Mbop, uh, oh no, I, I was thinking like Hanson. Uh, what's it? What was uh, what was the guy on the local radio here? Uh, Steve, um, Mr. Steve, Mr. Steve, Mr. Steve, yeah. Steve on one hundred. It'd be Mr. Steve Caliber X. I, I was thinking Kid Bops or something. What's it like Kid, the, Kids Bop? Oh, Kids right. Bop. Yeah, yep. I was thinking it'd be just Kids Bop of famous festivals i'm glad that Juicebox brought up mr steve because he was part of one of our kids favorite radio shows on lightning 100 on thursday mornings then mr steve moves to la then they replace him with mr like jerry or something i can't remember right it's a knockoff mr steve From what i heard the other day mr steve is actually back in nashville really yeah he has not resumed his his radio show yet but i have a feeling it is close i mean are they just gonna boot off mr jerry um, it's not Mr. I feel sorry if anybody from Lightning 100 is listening. They should. Um, anyway. All right. Damn. So 18th century, Germans uh, introduced Kinderfest. And cheese. And, and, and cakes Cakes cheese. with cheese. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's fast forward to the 19th century. Is that like, wait, wait. I'm God. Just, I'm sorry. <laughs> when you say cake with cheese, like, are we talking about like a cheese biscuit from uh, Red Lobster? Something like, like that. Hmm. Apparently, it's herbs, spices, and like grated cheese was See, made into a cake. I'm on board with that. Sounds sounds all right when but you put it like that. But not for children. Mm, I don't, know. I I don't li- think they're they, like they wouldn't be hopped up cheese. on sugar. Have you seen kids hopped up on fucking sugar? Uh, yeah, I'd live like with here, it on a, a daily basis. Lob- <laughs> have a red lobster biscuit instead. <laughs> yeah. Calm Maybe this will put down. you to sleep. All right, so 19th century, during the Industrial Revolution, that is when birthdays introduced sugar cakes. Oh, I thought you were going to say cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> that was the 1930s. That's when kids were working, you yeah, know? No, Industrial Revolution introduces cakes made with sugar, so now we're getting closer and closer and closer. And then finally, to cap it all off, 1924, a guy named Robert Coleman published a song called Happy Birthday to You. And that really, the 1924 kicked off the celebration of a child's birthday party, meaning what is today's version of inviting other children to a house, celebrating with presents, sugar cakes, candles. From 2185 BC and the Egyptians to 1924, we have landed in America. 
So we're telling our kids basically they're ancient pharaoh deities. Correct. Okay. Yeah, we're making them feel like that on one day of the year. You're making me feel better about my choice. Good. Because <laughs> it is a special day, and every parent out there knows that a child's birthday is something, one, that can be very stressful, um, but it can be rewarding. And seeing the smiles on their little faces, seeing the other kids enjoying the party that you actually ponied up all the money for, right? Uh, giving other parents a release for about two to three hours in I, the afternoon on a weekend. I got questions about that, too. Yeah, about which part? The uh, Giving parents a relief. Okay. You, as a parent, is it okay to just drop a kid off at a birthday party and be like, pick you up in three hours? Or do you stay with the kid? That actually brings up a good point. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I, don't I think know it depends on how old the kid is, right? I would say so. And it also depends on the situation you're in. Okay. If the birthday party is at a residential domicile, you're taking your kid to somebody else's house. You know the parents are there. You know they're going to be confined in a basement or something. What? I would say that's okay. <laughs> confined to a basement? You no. Know? I mean, they're all hanging out in the basement. There's not really many things that they can get hurt or uh, abducted by. (laughs) They're at somebody's house, and you drop your kids off. That is fine. You can leave. In fact, I've held many parties for Asher where the parents show up on the front door. They knock on the door. Kid walks in, and they're like, all right, I'm out. Be back in two, three. Yeah, they ask you. But let's get back to uh, old boy's question about okay. is it okay to drop them off now i would say in a public place let's take for example one of the things on the list today of things that kids uh suggestions for parents to do for their kids birthday parties is a place like um chuck e cheese we could say chuck e cheese mm-hmm. okay so a public place where there are other people around right you've got parents there potentially an aunt or some grandparents that help chaperone do you drop your children off in those places and leave? I now, don't know. nine I, times out of ten, the parent is going to tell you, we've got it. Feel free to go do whatever you want to do. Right. But, but it's also between a husband and a wife. So my initial inkling is it depends on how badass this place is. That makes the decision whether I'm staying or not. Okay. So if it is badass, <laughs> you're going to stay? Yes. Okay. But if it's rinky dink and kind of, you know, so the, this predatory. So just kind of going back to the whole toys episode where it's just like, if this is a fun toy, I'm going to play with it. If That's correct. This is correct. a fun place. I'm going to stay here. So my okay. wife is under the mindset that she needs to stay which causes, again, stress for her because she's sitting in this place. Let's say Music City Indoor Air Park or Jimboree or one of those places sure. that has trampolines everywhere. Okay. She wants to watch her you know, be there. I am under the impression that I can just bounce out because normally it's in like a mall type area with a bunch of different shops around. I can go you know, pick out some shoes or get a haircut or you know, potentially how long it could be, go to the movies. Um, but she sits there, which causes unwanted stress because now you're watching your child in a place where they could potentially get hurt. I don't want to see that. And your kid is probably like just, I mean, uninhibited, just wiling out. It's a birthday party. Yeah. That's what they do. They get jacked up with sugar. And and that's something else I want to talk about is what time of the day you should have a birthday party. Because, you know, traditionally – at least for that, you know, between I'd say four and nine year old, nine, 10, 11 year old age, 
the birthday party should really happen early afternoon. And we're talking right after lunch to, you know, before the sun goes down. Okay. Yeah, I agree Before they that. turn into gremlins. <laughs> Correct. Because they are going to eat some sugar. They're probably going to eat some pizza. They're going to drink some soda. And that doesn't bode well for uh, Anybody. nighttime. Anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I I, so, all right. Even uh, us these right, days. Right, right, yeah. So with that said, what do you what do you think? Do you drop them off? Do you leave them, or do you stay with them? Honestly, I don't. I don't trust other parents to watch a a gang of hooligans running around doing doing sugar like that. I, I kind doing of agree. Sugar. I kind of agree with you. I think for me, the the two the two factors would be where it's at. Like if it is at a place like Chuck E. Cheese or something like that. I don't know, man. They're, Chuck E. Cheese is a busy place. Right. The second factor plays in how many other kids are there. You know, if it's like three or four other kids, I might feel a little. I might feel better about yeah. leaving. If it's like eight kids and there's a parent, you know, parents are trying to watch eight kids more running wild. I might be more inclined to stick around. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Do you Do you guys remember Chuck E. Cheese when we were growing up? Showbiz. Uh, I remember Showbiz. showbiz. Pizza. Yeah. Showbiz Pizza. This was before you had to have a kid to get in. Do you? Do, I don't know if you remember this, but there was a time where, is, where you did not have to have a child to gain entry to Showbiz slash to a Chuck kid's E. Cheese. Place? Yeah. Correct. Man. Is that because it was like an arcade also or something? Well, I think it was because they served beer and but I think you potentially could have still smoked cigarettes down in like the lower area where the animatronic band was playing. (laughs) No way. Yes. In the ball pit. Yeah. (laughs) So they served beer. You didn't have to be there with children. Correct. Sounds sounds real iffy. Yeah. Um, But there was a time where I remember vaguely, I was probably nine or 10 years old when I remember one of my, somebody was part of the party, like my uncle walks in and they were like, where's your kid? And he was like pointing across the room like he's over there. And they were like, nah, man, you're not coming in here. So it it became a big deal. Um, I can't imagine why. I mean, yeah, that is a good idea. I guess sounds like it's, it. Sounds like kid. They just opened up bars to kids with a ball pit and some well, games. Man, it sounds like did they did they have um, Gaddy Town here in Nashville? Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Mr. Gaddy. It sounds like a lot like that. Because honestly, we had one in Lexington when I was probably it, it wasn't around when I was a kid. It probably opened up when I was like eighteen or nineteen. We would go there all the time, just like all types of uh, extracurricular activities beforehand, go there, eat some pizza, play some video games. There was tons of kids there. Like, it sure. Just, sure. I mean, I don't feel like I should have been thrown out of the place. I was just enjoying myself. From sure. what I remember about Mr. Gaddy's, uh, the one in Rivergate specifically, Yeah. if you didn't get in that side room with the TV that was always playing cartoons and the video games, yeah. it was like there's glass walls around it, and you had to sit out in the general oh. public with everybody else. It was the most depressing time you could have at a restaurant yeah it's like we might as not we should just leave see uh, uh, yeah i guess ours was different than that there was like multiple rooms you could eat in and then there was just like one super huge game room Mm. damn now i want pizza (laughs) y'all okay so we actually haven't come to uh, a decision i mean so what i mean what's your thought are are you oh i guess you are dropping your kid off but maybe your wife will stick around my thought is full drop off no matter what situation now it could there could be some red flags that i pick up on but i'm not usually good at that so full drop (laughs) off this is my time 
now, and the only reason I say that is because I've now been through, like, uh, what, seven birthday parties where I have had to host them, and parents have dropped them off with me. Sure. This is me not getting back at them, but uh, taking my own freedom back somewhat, or saying, I've been through this, now you need to go through it too. Okay. Um, And I do understand that. Because I know this kid, and I have to deal with him on a daily basis, and that's hard enough. So I'm just giving them to you for (laughs) two hours. So now it's on you. Yeah. There you go. You wanted to do this. You brought this upon yourself. That's how I look at birthday parties. Guess what? I gave that kid a popsicle before I dropped him off. (laughs) (laughs) And a five-hour energy. Good luck, motherfuckers. No, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I think certain age groups too. Like if, um, if my, I think up to nine is pretty good. After nine, I think these kids pretty much keep to themselves. They don't really. They're not going to be. But um, how long are you having birthday parties after nine? I mean, um, zero. It moves really quick <laughs> once they once they turn ten. It moves really quick to driving. Like. You have, at that point, birthday dinners with your family where you're getting better presents than you used to get. Or uh, Another thing I wanted to talk about was the, the, the fact that when you take your kid to other kids' birthday parties, you're usually uh, procrastinating on gifts. And this happens in our family and our house quite a lot. And I'm wondering if it happens to the listenership out there is it's a Saturday it's like 10 in the morning. Your kid is excited because at 2 o'clock he gets to go to Jonathan's birthday party, right? Right. And you realize at that point that you have not gotten them a gift. <laughs> and you still have plans for like the next two hours before you can leave. You only really plan the driving time to get to the birthday, right? Because the rest of your day is filled with other things. Oh, man. And you realize you have to leave about 15 minutes early. So at this point, you're finding the closest Walmart. You're running in. You're asking your kid what Jonathan likes. He doesn't know. So you're just like, hey. <laughs> you need to be like Asher's. He like Legos. Go grab one of those unopened boxes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but And then you're trying to get in the bag aisle, trying to buy that you know fancy oh, yeah. paper that goes in it and make it look good. Because you know when you show up to this birthday party, there is some stay-at-home mom that is going to show up with like this insanely wrapped gift that is way better than anything you could throw together in the 30 minutes you had. Yeah. Um, Man. So don't feel bad. We go through that literally monthly. I would Damn. love to like just throw out the idea of maybe like it shouldn't be on other parents to buy your kids gifts. True. Like, I agree. Should, I, hold on. Should it be then? Okay. Now you bring up a good point. I want to get into a slightly debate on this. Should it be, you shouldn't buy the kid that you're going to's party's gift or the parent is ponying up all this money to rent this place out to show everybody a good time the parent technically shouldn't buy their own kids' gifts because they're throwing the party and the gifts come from the kids. It's kind of like a wedding, right? I am paying $50 a head for you to come to my own wedding. You better buy me some tight shit because that's going to make up for that $50 I paid. Hmm. Hmm, yeah. Okay, so maybe we can just propose like some sort of uh, in-between where it's like, hey, uh, bring a gift or bring $20 for your portion of the party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or zero entry. Yeah. Get bounced. Yeah. Here's your here's your uh, buy-in. This I'm is a, the ticket price. It's twenty dollars. You should put that on the invitation. I'm gonna throw up uh, a curveball. Okay. All right, and something you missed in your history, which I did a little. I looked at the history too. 
in the Greek uh, Roman was it HistoryChannel.com? No, it was like Huffington Post or something. I don't know what it was. <laughs> it was it was uh, in the Roman times. It was not about gift giving to the birthday person. It was about the birthday person giving gifts to others. That is correct. I did yeah. not mention that. I said we celebrated the birth of the common man. I didn't get any in further in depth. Right. But I kind of like I kind of like the the this version where the birthday person has to be a little selfless and give out gifts. But how many others are you giving gifts to? Yeah, who shows up? It doesn't have to be fancy. Damn. What if, what if you're a very popular person? Okay. You're talking about 200 people show up to your birthday party. <laughs> who who who? I, I know I know, but. How do you, you better get, get to work on those gifts early? Two hundred yeah. individual gifts, or hope, we, we the same gift for every person. Hope everybody likes popsicles. And you just actually bring up a good point. Technically, kids do give gifts to other kids on their birthday. Party and favors. They, they are the party uh, favors, and that is something else you've got to think about. Yeah, is yeah, a is a takeaway. Why do these kids <clears throat> need to take away something? From an incredible time I just gave you for the last two hours. Because I think parents out there got too much time on their fucking hands, man. I agree. I think. Well, I, and they're just like trying to just create this unnatural, like this over the top experience, like expectation. Yeah, yeah. The expectations. I mean, with Pinterest and with all the shit online that you see, like now expectations are just even more over the top. Grander. I. I'm against it all. As a matter of fact, you guys are convincing me more and more to take a stance on no birthday. I was reading an article slightly before coming over here to record this that that said that now there are kids' birthday parties being thrown that cost upwards of fifty to a hundred thousand dollars for the party. <laughs> but who is throwing? I mean, that's not that's not regular people throwing that part. That's well, Sam. We were gonna send you to college but you know you turned six <laughs> yeah we were gonna pay for your wedding but you know you had that one birthday you only yeah. turned three once um no that is truly for the parents um i saw something else that disturbed me when i was researching this uh the subject was that there are actually birthday party planners mm-hmm. oh i'm sure I mean, which I mean would fall into line if you're throwing fifty to hundred k out there. Sure, but there's got to be those cheap planners too that only want like ten percent of whatever they're throwing. So <laughs> that's like your aunt. Like I booked you at Chuck E. Cheese, and uh, yeah. yeah. So I want to talk about like really quickly, uh, or or we could get in depth either one about when we were kids, the places that you had for birthday parties. And, you know, obviously we can throw out the, the thing that'll stand the test of time is a home birthday party, throwing a birthday party in your house, getting creative with it, theming it. Um, it's easy, it's cheap. You don't have to spend that much money, but if you, you know, want to take that next step up and I'm not talking about a $50,000 step, but if you want to take a, you know, a hundred, couple hundred bucks, you can rent out a room in places. And when we right. were kids, it was a lot different than it is today. Now there's a ton of things that you can do. In fact, you know, publishers like Yelp have their top 10 places in Nashville to go for a birthday party. People promote it all the time because they want to fill rooms. They want to, you know, sure. obviously people to spend money. But when we were kids, I think it was a little sparse. And uh, things that have stood the test of time are going to stand out here. The first thing that pops up in my head is showbiz and Chuck E. Cheese. Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I you know I've had at least one birthday party there. Yeah. 
Um, I do specifically remember that birthday party because it was one of the worst I ever had. Um, and here's the reason why. is because we were set to invite a bunch of people to Chuck E. Cheese, right? And Showbiz Pizza. I can't remember. It was Rivergate. Well, it's right, probably yeah, Showbiz yeah. in the, the 80s, one. right? So we are uh, headed to this birthday party. And for my birthday, my mom gave me a ton of like quarters and dollars. And like I kept opening presents. There's more money to spend on the video games and the things to do at Chuck E. Cheese. So I was so pumped, right? And I had all this stuff in my pockets and whatnot. And we go to Wendy's for dinner. And this is the Wendy's on Gallatin Road here in Madison, Tennessee, heading towards Rivergate. So I have to go to the bathroom at one point. And I walk in this bathroom, and I cannot remember why I did this, but I took all of the money out of my pockets, and I put it on the top of the toilet. Oh, man. And I sat down on the toilet, and I used it. And I got up, and I cleaned myself off, and I... I went back out and we got in the car and then we get the Chuck E. Cheese and we walk in and my mom's like, are you excited? And I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. And she goes, well, where's your money? And I reached down in my pockets and it was all gone. Oh man, that breaks my heart. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was all gone. And I will never forget the response I received was, well, you probably shouldn't have done that, and maybe you'll learn your lesson. Uh, because at the same time, there was pizza and cake and sure. hats and an animatronic band uh, and everything else going on, and I should have been happy with that. My mom didn't have that much money. She was still a single mom at the time, so there's no ATMs, right? right and right. there was no convenience like that, so... I, I, I feel like I'm about to cry, but like there were kids that felt bad for me that were giving me their tokens like to use. Sure. It was my birthday party. Yeah. So maybe it is a, a, a happy go lucky story in the end, but I will never ever forget that birthday for as long as I'll, I'll live. It sounds like you learned a valuable life lesson. Not <laughs> to put did. your money on a toilet. No, no. <laughs> buy a wallet keep it in it and you know always keep it on you other places i wanted to point out a uh, majorly popular place when we were kids in the late 80s early 90s the skating rink yeah yeah um, of course. uh we you know rivergate skating rink donaldson skating rink was there anyone that bowling alleys no uh um... bowling alleys was another big one because they had party rooms yeah. The problem is we couldn't pick up the bowling balls. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were so heavy. I'm pretty shrimpy. Yeah. Um, all right. Even yeah. the six pound balls were heavy when we were kids. When we were kids, yeah. Um, I want to say uh, specifically to Nashville, Laser Quest um, was that a wasn't big one. Nashville specific though. Not specific. There was there was a. I can't remember the the name of it, but there was one that was floating around Nashville that failed pretty quickly. But if you had money. Or if you knew friends that had money and you got invited to a Laser Quest birthday party, that was, that was the tits. That was like, oh yeah, that, that was, was it. a jam, dude. I mean, come on, Bucky. We went up to Laser Quest for your birthday. Like, I mean, it was seven years ago, probably. Yeah, but when it you was a, thirty. <laughs> is that, is that, is that, I think you're right. Is that what it was? <laughs> I think it was my thirtieth birthday. We went to Laser Quest downtown, and yeah. I had a fucking blast. It was. Tight. <laughs> it's timeless. <laughs> It, it is really is, and I, and we couldn't go there when I was a kid, so that's why I did it when I was 30. I like reliving my childhood. Um, another one, because... I, and, and, <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, more specifically <laughs> north of the city. Do you remember Europa Go-Karts and Golf? I remember the commercial for or the 
radio ad for Europa or whatever it was. Take me there. Take me there. That was a, yeah. Damn. How can you forget that? So go-karts and golf. And also that's another thing I want to get into um, besides uh, places that we grew up with is going back to throwing kids birthday parties. It really depends on the time of the year. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, if you are a, November through early March baby, you don't have the liberties as other kids in regards to birthday parties. You can't necessarily do them with an extended period outside. Sure. So that cuts off a lot of free things to do, like parks, like those uh, pavilions you see at parks where, the, I mean, those are yeah, easy birthday parties those, to yeah. throw, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a summer baby. I had a lot of those. So we have one summer and one winter, and it's always been hard in the winter because he his birthday is February fifth, and it it just provides all these difficulties. So now you do unless you want to have a birthday party in your house every single year, you have to pay some money to rent out some kind of party room, right? Yeah. And that only you know it comes with other things involved in that. You know, uh, speaking of old boys talking about not doing his kid's birthday party this year, I was at samantha's birthday party last year yes because it is in the winter and we were at monkey joe's which is out of business (laughs) okay i did not know that yeah they're out uh so they need to update yelp because they're definitely on my top are they really yeah they they, they went out shortly thereafter i would take her like on saturdays and we'd be the only people there Hmm. it was like weird so we as a family have gotten lucky because our winter baby has the last few years traditionally he's wanted to throw a themed party at our house tons of savings i mean yeah that's awesome yeah right themed how like harry potter okay so transformers or something two years ago because we have some arcade games in the basement he loves video games we set up like this whole gaming basement right he invites kids over they play games they're, you know, already everything's paid for. We have to, you know, provide a cake and maybe some, like you said, party favors. This year was amazing. And if you guys out there can convince your kids to do this, this is going to be a life hack. We convinced him to have a board game birthday party Damn. at our house. Five kids come over. I wasn't even there. I fly his. Well, this is the expensive so part. So was it not I, I, badass enough? No, I, I wasn't there. I, this is the expensive part. I fly my mother-in-law, his grandmother, into town to oversee birthday party with wife while I'm in Kentucky. It was awesome. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not only on my end, but we didn't spend a dime on this birthday party. Dang. Homemade cake. That is uh, masterful how you got uh, out of it, I guess. So what board <laughs> games What board games did you have to play there? Uh, I mean, we're talking, you know, not necessarily a board game, but like Rock'em Sock'em Robots. <laughs> we're talking, hold on. Not even Clue. Board games. Okay, Clue. Uh, they, they've got this new Monopoly game where you don't even have to have money anymore. It's all about credit cards. Okay. Um, so that is one of the board games that he thoroughly enjoys. Cute. All There's right. this game called Throw Throw Burrito, which is a dodgeball game, a card game uh, with two burritos. Uh, if you if you don't know about that out there, you should look it up. Man, now I want burritos. I'm I'm still <laughs> weirded out by the monopoly with no money. It's a, it's a credit card system. There's this little thing. No, that I understand the- <laughs> that, but is like, is I feel like part of the thing about monopoly is like kind of teaching you to budget or like yeah. te- keep track of money or like there's like a, a 
I don't know. There's something to it there. If you're this, just sticking a credit card in there, like juice well, this box. Is, this is, welcome to the future. This is teaching you. I that don't I'm, like it. <laughs> this is teaching you that there's a paper trail, and uh, <laughs> yeah. you, can't, you can't avoid paying your taxes. That's okay. Yeah. This is teaching kids how to phase out cash completely. That's it. Absolutely. So, um, wow. you know, those are a couple of places. Uh, Laser Quest Skating Rink. Oh, I didn't mention Grand Old Golf by Opryland. Um, yeah. I don't think you really had your birthday party at Opryland Theme Park because no, that's just too much chaos. No. Well, one, yeah. you, not everybody could afford to get in. I sure. mean, even though it was only like uh, eight bucks back then to get in. But what? you just want to be... No. <laughs> no. It was probably 12. Um it's not like it is today in theme parks, but those are some things that we had when we were kids. I want to talk about the, the, the next thing is things that you can take your kids to do here in Nashville that have become popular or on top 10 lists. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys look into any of this? No, I, I think I could probably just guess. Okay, let's play a game. Guess places in Nashville that are the most popular to take kids on birthday parties and this is based on affordability uh excitement and rankings by parents throughout nashville okay number one where'd you have your birthday party a couple of years ago at that uh, indoor racetrack music city indoor karting yeah what number is that Uh, that is number two currently on yelp yeah i'm just gonna keep guessing your birthday parties (laughs) That's probably not a yeah. bad idea. Is it bad that I still like to be a kid at heart? No. I didn't okay. say it's bad. It's... I got to say, uh, oh, sorry. No, go for it. Either Nashville Shores or uh, the other one that's right over here on the Briley. Rhythm. What's, What's the, Briley? The Opryland one. Yeah, the one that's right across from Opry. Soundwaves. Soundwaves. No, no, not that one. The one that's across the street from Oh, Wave Pool. Wave, the Wave, wave pool. Country. Wave Country. So Wave Country did not make the top 20 because it's seasonal. Nashville Soars is number 12 on TripAdvisor's best places for a birthday party in Nashville. You what, about keep, sound, what about Soundwaves? Did it make it? Soundwaves didn't make it. It's like $65 a person to get into. I don't, can we keep guessing? Um, I'm Airsoft Rifle fighting. No. Okay, let's get a little bit lower in age here. Yeah, that's I'm uh, confused on that cuz yeah. I feel like even go-karts is for upper age. Go-karts right? like, is upper age um but it's still made number 2 because I think kids uh 10 age 10 or older with parents consent can go there. So that's why it made two on the list. I'm going to say um that laser tag place that we went out to in Franklin that had the uh, like real that wasn't on the list, but Laser Quest downtown still is. Um, okay. Churches and birthday parties. There's one big one that you guys are missing that we've. I've actually Asher's had a birthday party there before. The trampoline place? No, um, but it is a place that I despise in Nashville. I've had to go for after hours events where you can drink there as well. Oh, Adventure Science Center. That is correct. That is number one on the list in Nashville is the Adventure Science Center, which I think is completely boring. But I think kids have a good time there, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, number two on the list, and I've been to a birthday party here. I've taken Asher to one. In Cool Springs, there's this place called Impact Sports, the letter M-P-A-C-T Sports. It is where you can go in there and climb walls and build forts, but they also have this Nerf arena hmm. where they have unlimited supply of Nerf guns, bullets everywhere on the ground. You can bring your own guns and you just go to war. And that is something that I asked the guy at the front desk when I was there. I said, hey, man. And he goes, I'm going to stop you. Yes, you can bring your friends here and you can rent that out. (laughs) I was like, that's a good sales tactic. 
So when you turn 39, I'm actually like, going to have on my 40th birthday 40th party. It, yeah, we're all going to get into a Nerf war. We're, somebody's going to walk out of there with like a back injury. Or uh, I think I know who. Yeah, I think I do too. <laughs> uh, so is the, uh, real quick, is there a point to the Nerf war? Like, are you? Is there a point system, or is there like a? Uh, There's just... not. It's kind of like capture the flag. So you have, you know, it, it's on the honor system. If you get hit. Technically, you need to you have to freeze for like two seconds and then you can go again. Yeah, but it. it's like they split everybody in half. You go after each other. There's there's obstacles to hide around. It's like laser quest, but with Nerf guns. Yeah, I got you. Um, all right, so climb Nashville made the list, which is a very popular place. Been right. to birthday parties with kids there. Uh, Nashville Zoo made the list. Dave and Buster's, and then uh, something apparently that's closed is Monkey Joe's slash Monkey Treehouse. Yeah, Monkey Joe's. At least the one in Rivergate's gone. All of these are very affordable. Now, Dave and Buster. Fuck Dave and Buster's, I mean, man. That place is the worst. It is. And it's not affordable either. Like it, The games are a ripoff. That is true. Uh, w- surprising ones that came up on this list are a fairy-tailed event. I didn't look into it. It only had one review. Uh, Urban Air Adventure Park. <laughs> so you'd be dropping your kid off there and bouncing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know with one review if I would do that. Uh, coming in at three reviews is a place called Tennessee Toddles. Um, also that, sounds kind of sketchy. That sounds like a strip club. Yeah. And then. Uh, sounds with, like they serve drinks there, like for kids. With eight reviews online, My Gym is just simply what it's called. Um, now that's just somebody's garage, right? <laughs> yeah. Bring kids over. <laughs> So these are all places that are affordable that you can take your kids to. They're obviously going to have fun at some of them, at some of it not. But, you know, we all have, you know, obviously kids. And then throughout the year, you've got to think of the headache of planning birthday parties. Unless you don't want to. So Juicebox earlier in the podcast brings up the first birthday. I want to touch on that for just a second. Sure. He says the first birthday is really for the parents. And grandparents. And well, grandparents and friends. Yeah, and- it's, yeah. Is it for friends? I don't know. It also can be very stressful. So we want to tell our listenership out there that is planning on having kids or has just recently had a kid. Uh, we know somebody who has that. You got to think of a first birthday party again that way. So going all out is just for you and for Instagram. Um, you don't know what that kid's going to do when you set that cake in front of him. Right. Because some kids, juice box, you're, uh, Barrett, did he dive into the cake? We gave him um, a cupcake, and he was pretty about it. He was about it. Yeah, actually, well, you know, we had we had two birthday parties for him because we're extra. No, but uh, <laughs> we had one here. We had one in Louisville, where um, you know, our parents live. So the one here, he was, uh, he he ate the cupcake. The one up in Louisville, he just. I guess since he had already had a cupcake and knew what it was, he housed it. Like I have a video of him just like shoving the whole thing into his mouth like at once. So I don't know. And I've he seen that it. before. And and the difference is like uh, Levon, my two year old, when he was one, we set this little cake in front of him, and she spent all day making this cake and like sweated over this cake and made it, it looked beautiful. It was sitting right in front of him. And we sit him there, and then it's basically like most parents have gone through. People are taking pictures. Eat the cake, eat the cake. You got yeah. like you got like ants grabbing his arm, trying to put it in it, and you're just like, leave him alone. Like get off my kid. And then he tastes the cake, and then nothing happens. And basically, it's stopping short of taking his head and just smashing it right. down in it, so he knows what it is. 
We all know old boy story. Apparently, he's not a uh, dad enough to have a first birthday. We forgot, so. all, we forgot all about that first birthday party. Uh, no cake. Kid hates cake. What Good. about a cheese biscuit? <laughs> now she had a now cheese we're biscuit. talking. You could start over. Kid is crazy about it. Real calm. Eats that cheese biscuit. Goes right to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what a parent would want out there. That's right. Yeah, I think I'm doing it right. Yeah. So again, this week we just wanted to touch a little bit on birthday parties. Um, it's fun for us as you know, working dads of multiple kids, to come in here and record this podcast and just yeah. talk about a random thing every week. And yeah. birthday parties is a big thing that's on parents' minds. So we want to give you our perspective because. Obviously, women think different than men, and we're sometimes brutally honest on this show. Yes. We, we, we hope we don't offend anybody. We just want to give you our opinions, and uh, maybe it'll open your eyes to our thought process, and we can all get along better. Sure. Yeah, yeah or, or maybe you'll just realize, like, I'm not the only person that thinks this way. Yeah. Everybody else is pretty much going through the same thing in parenting. Uh, I just want to say, like, all this being said, you know, I'm still... Our kid is one and a half years old, so we only have only had the first birthday so far. So we're new to this whole thing. I'm actually excited about getting more into birthday parties. Like, our kid's birthday is in the summertime, so I think that we have a lot more options. I mean, for his first birthday party, I mean, if you guys were here, we filled up a ba- uh, like inflatable pool in the backyard and just hung out. Like, Bucky brought your kid over, hung out in the pool. Like, uh, other kids were there. I mean, it was, you know, he might not have known that it was his birthday, but he knew that it was something was cool and that everybody was having a good time and there was a bunch of people there. Like, yeah. I want to just continue to do that. Like, a laid back. We'll just call well, it family. It's and a not party. Al- yeah, a and gathering. It's, and it's not always going to be laid back. But I, I don't know. I, I look forward to be able to take him to Nashville Shores or like maybe even doing a slip and slide party in the backyard or just something like that. Like, I look forward to having. Uh, it, it goes back to the. Uh, vacation and the christmas gift thing i'm just looking for that look of like shock on it and yeah enjoy and light enjoyment on his face enjoy it while they're young because at seven years old you're gonna have some kid knocking on the door and the first thing he says to you when he walks in the door is what's the wi-fi password and you want to be like get the fuck out oh yeah no no yeah i am definitely looking at it i'm looking at this through rose tinted glasses (laughs) of the first five years i think sure sure other other kids uh, other parents kids uh mm, mm mm-mm Yeah, we could talk about that because I, I I think we're gonna try and branch off into sleepovers. That might be a whole other thing, but yeah, other kids, other kids are tough. Sleepover right? birthday parties are not easy for anybody involved. Yeah, yeah, and so. let's let's definitely revisit that on a on, on a another podcast. I think we could do an entire episode on sleepovers because. That is a whole nother beast in itself. Yeah, I've only had like a few just kids come over to sleep over, but yeah, I can ima- I can't imagine multiple kids. No, um, have to go up to Kentucky. It- <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> Well, we hope you've enjoyed another episode of Raising Nashville Podcast. We will be back next week as we are every week with another subject for you guys. Um, Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Uh, We hope you guys enjoyed listening. If you don't have children... Have one. Have one. Catch up. Yeah. We want you to know what we go through. Yeah. The fear. Did my invitations disappear?